What's up, guys? It's episode 360. Welcome back to the show. Hey, what's up? It's Jacqueline. Welcome back to the show. Happy almost new year. Okay. In typical me fashion, I'm going to be podcasting today when I should not be podcasting. I always pick the wrong time, the wrong everything. It's never when I should be doing it. So in typical me fashion, we're going to follow in the footsteps of my episode last week and record when we should not be recording. Why am I saying this? If you can't tell, this is going to be the congestion ASMR episode. I'm sick. Okay, I'm pretty sure I have the vid, potentially the vid, potentially, it's a lot of things. I There is so much pressure coming out of my head right now. I feel like I'm going to explode. And like, what is that? Like, why? Is that just inflammation? Is that not to like start the episode off in a negative way, but like, I'm sick. I'm going to podcast. I want to talk about my Christmas. I want to talk about my year. We're going to do a little year reflection on 2023. Um, but you know, let's start out with this. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, why am I here right now? Why am I doing this? (laughs) Please hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google podcast, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, please hit that subscribe button and don't forget to to review the show while you're there. Please give this a five-star review on the Apple or Spotify podcast app. If you haven't already, thank you to all of you that have left me a review. I really appreciate it. Um, We're drinking bone broth today, and then I'm going to bartend myself a little glutathione, L-glutamine, fulvic acid cocktail um, in this Stanley water bottle after I get through this plug. Yeah, if you review the show, it helps me out. It helps people find out about the show. It's a nice little gesture as a listener. Um, It's probably one of the best things you can do as a podcast listener is leave a review. So please review the show five stars. And yeah, let's get into it. So I've been holding a lot of sick babies recently. (laughs) My nieces and nephews were coughing everywhere over Christmas. And I'm pretty sure they gave me something. I'm definitely worse off than they were because I I was taken out a couple days ago, like fully sick with a flu. Um, And this is the third time this year which is so unlike me and if you remember during um i don't like to say the p word or the c word uh 2020 that era i was a junkie for these wellness they're called wellness formula vitamins and i would take three a day and the entire time you know i never got sick and i I was like these are the reason why i'm not getting sick like i swear by them i think they're by source naturals I haven't been taking those regular regularly like I used to. They're like the best immunity supplements. Anyways, I'm sick. I'm taken out. My niece like was li- I was literally literally holding her. We were watching Cars, and she's just coughing in my mouth. And I'm like, I don't care. I mean, I I want to. I'm not gonna not hold the babies. So, um, yeah, she's turning one next month, and she's so cute. And it was such a good Christmas. Like I'll get into that, but I'm gonna make. Should I do this right now? I have a lot of beverage options for this episode um bone broth kettle and fire like all i can really stomach right now is bone broth 
oranges. I think I tried to eat eggs yesterday and like Tom Ka, Tum Ka. How does Corey say it? Tum Ka soup. Thai Tum Ka, Tom Ka soup. I had that last night again. I had it two nights in a row. So yeah, I'm sick. I'm podcasting. It's like, I don't like this is okay. This is going to make me feel better because what did we learn last week? I didn't feel great during this, the beginning of my podcast. And as I got into it, I started feeling better. So like, this is very healing for me. Um, I was going to wear these new earmuffs I got from Corey's mom as like a fun little fuzzy, cozy winter look today. Um, I attempted to put them over the headphones and like, you don't even want to see how that looks. It looks so stupid. <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay. So like, let me set the scene, right? So like, what did I do today? I'm sick, right? So like I woke up. Um, I don't even know what day it is. I don't know what year it is. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, we've been waking up. So we typically put our alarm for 5 a.m. and go to the gym like by six we're like at the gym and the last this whole week we've been waking up at five and then sleeping till 6 30 and we're, we both wake up at 6 30 and we're like what just happened like are we still doing this and anyways we saw i saunaed that's what i did today now i'm podcasting i dysoned my hair okay so i figured out last week i talked about the dyson airwrap delivery story i talked about how i got the dyson airwrap and why and whatever so i've been extremely disappointed okay wait no that's extreme that's a little bit like, I haven't been, okay. The curls fall out. If you have fine, thick hair like myself, okay. The strand meaning fine doesn't, I think people think fine means like fine as in there's not a, oh my God, just lost the lid. Um, the strand is fine, but then I have thick hair, meaning I have a lot of it. It's dense. Okay. So if you have my hair texture, I've read a lot of reviews and I've seen a lot of negative things about how the curls just fall out. Like they don't last. It doesn't matter how much mousse you put in, how much product, like they just don't last like you want them to. Cause you're like, I just spent all this money on this Dyson Airwrap. Like why aren't you want, you would expect them to last. So I figured it out. I'm probably going to do a fun tutorial on this. You literally, it, I saw this video. So I've been, I've been um, looking up videos on like how to make your Dyson Airwrap curls last longer. And oh my God, this bone broth. I'm pretty sure one of Corey's ex-girlfriends got him this mug. It says, good morning, handsome. Like, I definitely did not get him this. It's like in his cupboard. <sighs> Anyways, I've been looking up videos on how to make them last longer. And this chick was like putting her hair in knots with a little barrel. Like you have this air wrap barrel that does the curls. And she started in the back with like medium dry hair because you can't do it when it's dry. And this is like, okay, I'm like in super obsessed with the Dyson. This is like, I, I want to start a Dyson Airwrap community. Um, I'm a, like, now I'm fully obsessed and I'm going to get everyone in my life to buy one. And I'm surprised, like, I'll get into like why you, okay, I'm anti overconsumption. <laughs> you hear me bitching, complaining. Like, I hate how influencers like, this is going to change your life and you need this and da, da, da. But like, you'll get it. I'll get into like why I think this about the Dyson Airwrap and why I do believe it's worth it. This chick is putting her hair in knots with this barrel. She's like spinning it around the barrel, pulling it out while it's still on. Cause typically you shut it off and then pull the curl out and then spray it or whatever. She just kept spinning the hair around 
itself on the barrel strand by strand by strand like just different sections until it's like all in this clump like i can't explain it, it was li literally like this in the video and i thought it was satire i'm like is this is she trying to be funny right now is this like a joke like there's no way this works or i don't get it and and she had fine hair so that's why i was curious and you put it in the so i've i did that today i figured it out and it lasts all day i kind of did them loose and i like brushed them out but um you spin the hair around the barrel you let it out while it's still on and then you get another strand next to it and you kind of like spin the two curly parts on i i'll do a tutorial whatever so i figured it out it's worth it i love my dyson air app um i had a very merry christmas am i gonna make this cocktail right now i've got I'm trying to like guys last week i was not well okay and that was because i was actively in a sugar coma while i was podcasting a piece of me thinks i'm going through withdrawals right now because i've had sugar in like four days so this could be a combination of yes i'm sick and i'm also going through sugar withdrawals like that's a thing i've been looking up like no sugar i, I went on reddit and i found this th um group on like sugar like people that get off sugar and shit and like i've done it before like i know how amazing i feel and how great it is and um anyways i'm like kind of like not to like start my new year's resolutions now or like not to like get like all like i'm gonna start fresh on january 1st but like it's really not that hard like just cut it out just cut it out just don't eat it for like a month and I'm, I'm probably i feel like i just need like a reset you know what i mean no alcohol no sugar like i'm gonna do dry january probably ah uh, there's new year's this weekend fuck me we don't know what we're <laughs> we have to I, I told Corey last night i'm like look next year is the gonna be the greatest year the greatest year of our lives okay there are four milestones one of them is a potential i don't know if i want to say which one it is it's a very big life milestone um that could happen it might it might not um it's up in the air could could not but next year is like big time for us okay we're both going through our next decade he's turning 40 i'm turning 30 okay cool we're 10 years apart if you didn't know we're buying a house okay that is a fucking shit show i'm at the point now where i was like we were, we're <laughs> we live in san diego if you're new hi we live in san diego and it is so demoralizing or like defeating like looking at the home the like when, when you go on zillow and you put in your price range and then you like see what comes up you literally have to like you can't dream big you have to dream small you have to you literally have to just there's so many compromises and mental gymnastics you have to go through in your head like like what did he say last night he's like oh you know that house we toured last weekend we're gonna go see it again this weekend by the way he's like you know we could put a hot tub in the back and i'm like honey any house we get we could put a hot tub in the back like that's not a reason to buy a house like we're just trying to like come up with like why it could be great and like you know because literally i'd say i get excited now the price i get excited at now is like three and a half million like anyone would probably get excited obviously but that's when you're like oh i'm actually this is i don't hate like this is a really nice place and like maybe like two and a half million three million yeah it's insane there's a shit box for one three i saw that had it was it was by the ocean i think this was out in ocean beach it was for one three no yard no dishwasher it had like the washer and dryer in the kitchen it was like 900 square feet i think it was a two two 
um the oven was like one of those ovens where it's like there's no burner there there aren't any burners on top or you like lift the thing I don't know it was a complete looked like it, it looked it looked like a trailer park home like I was literally like this is a double wide next to the beach and it's for 1.3 million anyways we got so frustrated to the point where we're like let's rent fuck this let's rent that is even worse when you put in the rent okay if you put in you know like 6k or 10k on the renting that is even terrible like it just there's no (laughs) nothing is is exciting and there are so few options but like literally everyone's like the next three months are going to be the best time to buy because of the rates and and then they're gonna (sighs) yeah so that's our latest um why did I get here how did I get here I don't I literally don't remember I think I was talking about the home buying. I was talking about I'm sick. Oh, sugar. We were talking about sugar. Um cool. Happy Happy almost new year. Uh thanks for hanging out. I hope you had a great Christmas. I hope you had a wonderful new year if you're watching this after New Year's. Um oh, we're going into the best year of our lives. That's what I was going. See how I always remember. That's my favorite thing about podcasting. It's like this. It's like a literal sport. Like you have to remember where you came from at all times. Like my, I get on these tangents. It's so crazy how much pressure is coming out of my head. Today. I thought I was going to explode in the sauna. I was like, this is probably not doing what it sh- like I want it to be doing. Like I thought it's good to like, you know, flush the bod, clear my sinuses a little bit. Um. Yeah. 30, 40, buying a house, getting married. That's the other one. Um, milestones. Oh my God. What is this episode? Like, should I go refer to my notes? I did take notes. So dun, dun, dun. episode 360. Yeah. So next year is the year, right? So, oh, that's what I was saying. We don't have new year's plans or like I was talking about like, <laughs> I haven't had sugar and alcohol for a few days because I'm like sick with the flu and maybe I'm starting. So should I like start this now ahead of January 1st? And then I realize, oh, it's New Year's on Sunday and we want to get turned because it's like going to we got to ring in the new year like as hard as possible because <laughs> it's going to be our biggest year ever. And anyways, I was like, th- so we don't have plans like there's options. We ha- we could do something low key or there's like a I think Luke Bryan is coming here or something i don't know there's always like a shindig down the city concert thing anyways um but yeah it's crazy to think of like this i thought was my favorite year or my best year yet next year is gonna be fucking insane i feel it's almost like i'm not intimidated by it but i'm honestly kind of like whoa that's a lot in a year house turning 30 marriage what do you think I was going to say for number four that I'm not going to say out loud because I don't want to jinx it or say it. I, I don't know. I don't. It's like kid, kid, children, pregnancy. Am I going to get knocked up? I don't know if you could hear that, but like that's obviously number four. That's a lot in a year. Okay. 2024. Mm. Um, so I want to tell you about this app I got. Um, damn it. I can't pull it up right now because my phone's filming me. Anyways, it's this habit tracker app. I know we're going into the new year and people want to like 
track their goals and I'm all for it. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, you can start resolutions in October. Like, you know, you can start whenever. I'm like, look, there's something to the new year. Okay. We can all admit it feels good. Like reflect on 2023 and go into 2024 with new intentions, new goals, new plans, whatever. It feels good. I'm not like new year's resolutions are stupid and cliche. No, I've got, I got this app that's, I forget the name of it. I, I should stop my phone so I can pull it up and see anyways it's a habit tracking app let me see if I can go on my app store on my computer this is not um just get a just get a habit tracker so it's this app where I love data and graphics and like cool visual things (laughs) that's why I like my apple watch it's because like I love seeing all the data across like year after year after year on my health and fitness and sleep and I think it's really fun to like see that so this app visualizes with little like colors and like boxes like if you have a goal to sleep eight hours it'll have like a diagram of like 365 days in a year and it starts filling up and then there's like a percentage there's like a whole gra- I don't know it's beautiful look up like ha- so I'd recommend getting a habit tracking app okay not to be this person but like also if you're a woman I'm I'm one of those people I'm one of those people that just learned what the word luteal means this year Okay. I did not know about cycle syncing and the phases. Like I knew I had the phases, but I wasn't like aware of, (laughs) I knew I had the phases. (laughs) Bitch, I'm always in a phase. What's my phase right now? My phases. I'm sick and tired. I'm so sick and tired. Um, I'm sick and tired of being sick and feeling like shit. And I think this no sugar thing is going to be pretty clutch in the new year. Um, I feel like once I get past this flu cold thing, I'm just going to feel amazing. Um, Because I've been pounding, pounding all those goddamn sweets and, you know, yummy yums. Um, I just forgot where I came from. Uh, Go Seahawks. (laughs) I want to talk about the Seahawks game because, like, holy shit. (laughs) Um, The Habit app. Oh, tracking, cycle syncing, tracking your cycle, right? So yeah, it's just I, I, the app I want you to get is Lively. I know there's a lot of them, but like the one I like is called Lively. And the reason I like it is because you can input like, okay, this is when your period started and like, okay, now you're menstruating. And it has like, these are what you, these are the things you should do at this time. Like the different types of tasks you should focus on and like um, the, the workouts it recommends. I know it's like very case by case and not everybody's the same and blah blah but it just gives you an idea of like where your hormone levels are at and like you know it recommends like foods to eat and how you should move your body and just keeps you mindful of it because like and it's accurate as fuck okay so like literally i'm a okay i'm a cancer i'm a judgmental uh <laughs> say judgmental whenever i say like oh and first of all i'm not i'm not like a zodiac like you know, one of those people, but like, um, I don't live my life by it. I'm, I'm very like intrigued by it. I think there's a lot of, um, I'm open to it. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot behind it. And, um, I mean, if we can line up the pyramids with the stars, like I'm sure we're, um, also lined up with the stars or something. I don't really know how it all works, but like, anyways, I'm an emotional okay sometimes and there are parts of the month obviously where like I notice like I'm irritated I'm a I'm on one I'm 
short with Corey or myself. Like I'm just, and it's literally so accurate because like, yeah, like the app basically, like if you go to the app, it's like, oh, this is when you're going to be a moody bitch. <laughs> so, um, habit tracking app for the new year. If you haven't started cycle syncing, like I've kind of, I kind of shit on it probably on a few episodes ago. Cause I was like, not everybody's the same, blah, 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 blah. But it's just good to be aware and to like, know, you know what your body's doing. And it's so crazy how like I'm 29 learning about all this stuff. It's like, um, so Christmas, should I get into that? Oh, watching the Seahawks game. Um, Corey and I caught the last quarter on accident. Like I didn't realize, realize they were playing on Christmas Eve and we were at this restaurant called Urban Plates. Oh my God. We went to Nordstrom. Oh my God. So we decided, okay, Christmas Eve. Let me take you into Christmas Eve. Um, this Christmas I got Corey like, cause he has everything, right? Like, and I'm getting something huge for his 40th. Okay. So he, and he knows that. So like, that's not that that's Christmas, but like that was part of Christmas. Like, Hey, by the way, I'm going to get this for your 40th. Okay. Um, it's like his dream, uh, vacation type thing. Um, anyways, so I just swagged him out with all these new clothes and shoes and on Christmas Eve, we're like, let's go to, let's go to, he had a return. I got him his new Uggs cause his other Uggs had like holes in them and they're getting like, he's had them for like 10 years. I got him new Uggs and they, they weren't this style. They were the wrong style. And I like effed up the type of Ugg he wanted. I'm kind of like, whoa, do I need this coffee right do I need some fulvic acid do I need glutamine um anyways we went to Nordstrom because I'm like oh we wanted to like look around the mall and like shop around because it's you know fun to do that that's one of my favorite things to do during the holidays is just like go to the mall like walk around see the decorations it's it's like a vibe and people are shopping everyone's in like a spirited Christmassy spirited mood and um I just had a flashback of Christmas vacation where he's at the mall and like he's at the laundry counter and she's like uh it's <laughs> like who are, she's basically like who are you shopping for and my wife god rest her soul and um what's her name mary oh that's my name no shit and then she's like did like the whole like can't see the line thing and then russ comes i don't know um the mall's a great place to go during the holidays um so we went to nordstrom to return or exchange the uggs and I was just feeling very like giving like I was just like honey and I don't it's like when in Rome okay it's Christmas we're in Nordstrom like let's have fun so long story short Corey walked out with a John Varvatos leather jacket <laughs> and some new t-shirts and shit and it was funny because he was looking at the all saints leather jackets because like after we returned the clothes we were like shopping around you know i wanted to go look at skims i wanted to look at the sunnies um you know just to see like is there anything i want to treat myself to right now it's christmas eve we're at the mall okay cool so he's milling around the men's section and i'm like i don't i'm, I'm like kind of burned out of the shopping i'm like i don't really want anything I'm like let's this is all for, about you so he's looking at the all saints jackets and i'm like I just have an opinion about All Saints. Like it's, if you don't know anything about me, I'm a former British boy obsessed woman. <laughs> I've dated a lot of pretty much exclusively European men. Okay. 
and there are certain things they wear or like certain things they wore a lot of all saints okay and all saints was like very neuro and like i don't know and if you know you know like john Barbados is superior to all saints and you can't argue with me on that it's just better they make the best jackets they make the best like button down shirts they make everything they make is just so great go look them up on instagram john Barbados. okay cool so he's looking at all saints at the leather jackets and i think most people think like oh those are the best leather jackets and i'm like you haven't seen shit yet i had mentioned just out of the blue as he's looking at the all saints jackets i'm like um i don't even know what this episode is like i wrote this like reflective piece about yeah when i was watching oppenheimer on christmas eve with everyone i was like sitting there writing at the same time because i was kind of lit from a lot of limoncello what is that stuff called those limoncello shots we were like sipping on that um it was homemade it was really good anyways he's going through the all saints jackets and i'm just sitting there like i know like i everyone thinks these are the jackets and i'm like i was said i was literally like no like you need a john you need a john varvedo's jacket and i was like those are superior far superior so anyways we turn around lo and behold i didn't know nordstrom started carrying them but we turn around there's john varvedo's a whole rack i was like all right it's gonna it's going down okay i didn't see the leather jackets but i'm like he's probably gonna walk away with with a t-shirt or something because i was feeling feeling generous i was like honey and just okay it's christmas like whatever you want so they had two leather jackets black leather jackets that were like bomber like i don't know how to explain it they're like they're not like a moto style they're more of like a bomber there's no like flappy collar he puts on this jacket and you know when it's like meant to be or whatever like i have this black coat i got at the farmer's market randomly and it like once i put it on it was just like oh this is meant for me that's how this jacket was so he like put it on i was like oh my god like he looks good and everything but this is just on another level it fit him perfectly and it looked incredible and this guy that was just shopping there this funny little like fat guy was like oh my god that looks so great on him holy shit like that's he he looks amazing in that and that was kind of like the confirmation i need i was like and then the the nordstrom lady comes over and she's like hi like how are you guys doing or you know can i help you with anything you want me to put this aside and of course we're like oh we're just looking or whatever and then i was in the back of my head i'm like we're getting him this fucking jacket so merry christmas Corey. i got him a john vervedo's leather jacket he looks incredible in it and every single day i'm like why aren't you wearing your jacket (laughs) just fuck with him the whole time i'm like like we go to his parents for christmas eve and he walks out with like a a zip up like fleece on him like why aren't you wearing your jacket like i don't get it like this is you should always be wearing your jacket so so yeah we had a great christmas like i said we watched oppenheimer on christmas eve um we had steaks christmas eve um we slept at Corey's parents house on christmas eve with the whole fam uh which is super fun because like i don't know it was just like we didn't have to like go home we live really close to them which is nice um and we slept and they they have this like attic or like storage i don't even know what it is it's like an extra room that's got like it, it reminds me of the Christmas vacation scene where Clark goes up into the attic and he like puts on all the warm clothes and he like watches the old videos and on the projector. Like it had that kind there's like, um, yeah, there's like wardrobe stuff everywhere from movies and ugh, it was, it was pretty, it, it's just so eclectic and like there's like movie posters and like, um, just things just 
random things and we slept in the bed in there and it was just like and it was yeah so it was fun we spent the night there we woke up on christmas morning and um yeah we opened presents with the kids Corey's mom did a whole spread and it was so unexpected like she's just the best like she just kills it every single time there's any like party to put on or like she's like the best hostess best planner best everything like she literally had like everyone's baby picture (laughs) this is kind of random like i knew i had a stocking because it was hanging there all christmas season long um but so yeah i knew i had a stocking. anyways she had everyone's baby picture cut out on this like nice like foam picture frame thing and it was like sitting by their stocking their stocking is just stuffed with shit obviously and there's just bags of presents everywhere for everyone i was like because the whole thing this year this year was no presents like we're not doing presents it's just like we had like a couple we were gonna do like single presents we had a budget for like each person each family if that makes sense and then obviously the kids um so yeah she went all out um yeah it was it was a good morning like we opened presents it was all about the kids right like they're opening their toys um oh we cooked brisket on the traeger we ate brisket um they went on a little beach walk. We watched football. We hung out. We ate brisket. Yeah, it was just like a really relaxing um, Christmas. Like, um, was this the first one away from my family? I think this is my second one away from my family. Um, because, yeah, last year. So next year we're going to do. God, I was I was going to do like this reflection of my year. I'm kind of deep into the episode right now, but it's kind of like choose your own adventure. Recall what you can recall about Christmas and keep it moving. I have so many returns. I have so many returns. Okay. I could talk, I could talk about that. Obviously I returned Corey's slippers at Nordstrom and okay, that's done. But like, I just, I, I bought a bunch of stuff for myself. I'm just sitting on so many returns and yeah, that's kind of like the, the biznatch of, um, Christmases <laughs> sometimes and gifts don't work out or like things don't fit or whatever. You have to like get the other size and you have to return and exchange and stand in lines at the UPS and first world problems. I understand. Um, dude, I'm so blessed. Like this was the best year of my life. I'm like starting to reflect right now. Like I was telling Corey last night in the car, I'm like, we were talking about, I was talking about like a past relationship and where I was at the time. And this was was early twenties. And I'm like, I literally feel so like, oh, excuse me. (laughs) That's the collagen. (sighs) No, I was just saying how like, it's crazy how early twenties versus um, later twenties as a woman, I I don't know if men are the same, but I feel like women mature women have like seven lives in their twenties or like every couple years is a different lifetime or a different lifestyle. Or you just, I feel like I've grown so much since my early twenties and yeah, I was reflecting on like a past relationship and just like where I was mentally and how I felt in my body and my identity and who I was and what I was doing with my life. And I was just so lost and so like naive and I did the dumbest things. I think it's because I I know, I I know how this started. I had done something, let's just say without saying 
I had partaken in an activity as an early 20 something year old that um, I'm like me now. I'm like, how? like that was like a, I, I said this, I was like, that was, that was like a blackout. That time in my life was like a blackout. I was just like saying yes to everything, doing everything, like running around with my head, like with my head cut off like a chicken, chicken with my head cut off like a chicken. Is that the phrase? Yeah. I was just like, which was fun. It was spontaneous. I was like carefree, but I was so like wishy-washy and who I was. I didn't really have any, like my, my morals and my principles, like that weren't really established and weren't very strong at the time. And, um, I was very malleable and moldable and I was easily manipulated by men, especially at the time. And it just feels so good. Like the reason why I'm saying this, it feels so good. You know, I'm going into my 30th year and I'm like, damn, like I just feel so fucking good about myself and just so like solid. And yeah, it's just crazy because I wasn't obviously growing and change in, in your 20s, but I just, I wasn't, I wasn't always that way. And um, I told Corey, I was like, I don't want to live the same life year after year after year after year after year. Like I, I don't. And that's why I'm like big on at some point in your twenties or thirties or whatever. Like I'm, I'm pro like doing the thing. Okay. Settling down, having the kids, you know, getting married, doing that whole thing. I think, cause and it's not for everyone. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, I'm excited about like new chapters and new changes in my life and what I do every day and like new beginnings and like fresh starts and just like I think that's what life's all about, right? So this next decade is going to be very different than obviously my 20s in a good way. It's like I did the thing in my 20s, going into my 30s, like I want to do something else that's more honestly fulfilling and rewarding and good for the soul. Um, A lot of the things I did in my 20s weren't good for the soul. And a lot of them were self-inflicted and self, like, if that makes sense. I literally made my life a living hell um, for so many years. And I was in my own way and I, you know, sabotage and I but that's how you you live and learn um I'm all about like creating a very positive healthy fulfilling life now where I'm like only gonna do the thing I want to do the things that feel good obviously I want to get outside my comfort comfort zone um for example I'm podcasting while while I'm sick with the flu or I don't fucking know (laughs) clearly not if I can do this like I'm not that sick I'm like on the way out but we're gonna do a little lipissimal glutathione drops in my water because I'm really into bro science. That's the thing. If you, dude, with all the information we have access to in this day and age, like if you're not into the health and wellness bro science shit, if you're not like read, if you're, or like, it's just so common sense. Like there's so much information out there about how to live a healthy life and be a healthy person and live a long life and just feel good. Right. Just bro out, bro down, get your fulvic acid, get your glutathione, get your cold plunge in. (laughs) Actually, that's one of my semi like maybe resolutions. There's a cold plunge at my gym. I might have to drink it like this. And I'm like, damn, I keep avoiding it. I'm like, I don't want to it's just hard with like working out and cold plunging like I think you cold plunge and then you hit the gym like you don't cold plunge after you lift because of like muscle deterioration or some shit like I don't know how it works but um this is my makeup sponge um cool 
did not need to show that i don't know what what just happened i put my drops in my water talking about oh oh like how i've lived in or lived and learned grown and changed learn from my mistakes i could get into like oh what are all the things you learned in your 20s but like what did i learn in the last year don't bite off more than you can chew because you will be miserable and you'll be stressed out and you will be in you'll go through so many just yeah like hard times for no reason like i was putting so much pressure on myself to like execute so much content for this podcast and i was like doing so many like extra things i i technically should be doing right but like it didn't fit into my life in a in a healthy way where i was like overextending myself so something i learned this year is like it's okay to clear your plate a little bit scale back do less okay like i still feel the needle is always moving in a four or i'm always moving in a forward direction especially with this show like as long as it's going out and it's i'm producing it like it's moving forward it might not be in the biggest strides like i want it to be but it's still going forward and this is what separates the boys from the men okay the difference between okay like every pod like most podcasts go like seven episodes or something like i don't know what the stat is but literally it's like an effort is not rewarded in society something to something i've learned this this year is like i could have you know broken my back putting out episodes like editing clips for tiktok which i completely shut down i'm like so over tiktok right now (laughs) like i'm not about it anyways um i'm so just like irked by everything like can we talk about kim kardashian's wonderland at her christmas or her christmas wonderland at her house like as cool as that was i'm like what is going on like all i want to see is a kardashian put up a douglas fir okay i want to see a kardashian put up sure a 13 foot douglas fir in their living room with colorful lights mismatched ornaments okay regular ass wrapping paper on their present and like maybe a uh, music box and you know some tinsel around the banister like literally i'm like (laughs) that will break the internet the year a kardashian does that oh can we just get back to simple simplicity and not over consumption and like over everything is just so over the top it's like how do you i guess if you have money obviously it's like fun to dream big and do these big extravagant decorative displays at your house but that was a lot i'm like this is and she has snow at her house in wherever she lives in california it's just like what it was so over the top very beautiful obviously um but i'm like this is like what they do at disneyland um don't know where i just came from how did we get here keeping it on the rails everyone we can keep it on the rails It's good to pause. Oh, what did I learn this year? Scale back, clear your plate a little bit, a little bit if you're overly stressed out, especially for no reason. Like I had these overly high expectations of what I should be doing. And then it's like, it's not realistic. So, um, cool. I wrote, here's what I wrote during Oppenheimer. I wrote <laughs> during Christmas Eve while I was watching Oppenheimer getting turned off limoncello shots. Is that how you say it? Limoncello? Limoncello shots. Um, I wrote this down. We need to know less about people. Okay. 
in 2024, we need to know less about people. Okay. Now, this is hard for me because I'm obviously a podcast host. What do I do here? I tell you about myself all week long. Every day, I'm like coming on my podcast, telling you every little detail of my life. Okay. And, but this is something I care about. I think not only are we over consuming as a society now, I've talked about that in nauseam. Like, we're just buying shit around the clock off Amazon links and just like overly consuming. Like, it's so I feel like it's just so bad right now uh, especially because of Christmas time and and everything um, but I also feel like we're overly consuming other people's lives and so my recommendation and this is something I've recently done and I can even go harder in the paint okay is ruthlessly I'm telling you like un like okay the solution is this you're not going to get off your phone okay you're probably not going to get your screen time down to 30 minutes or whatever your dream screen time is that's not po- that's not a reality okay let's be realistic but what you can do is you can be ruthless about your timelines okay on if you're following literally i don't understand if you're following over a thousand people like i, I don't know like 2000 3000 and they're not 99.9% muted because you're like cut it down like literally why are you following these random um fashion brands or like random like i was following just like brands like i don't and and i just like tap through my story and there's like a i don't know like viori i love i love viori don't get me wrong it's like but it's not necessary to follow them it's not necessary to see that it's just clutter so my recommendation is like go to your instagram go to all your social media and just unfollow out of people okay if you if there's people that you obviously can't unfollow because of personal like you have a relationship with them and every time you see their your their story you're like irked or like it just doesn't do any it's just extra it's just excess it doesn't serve your life it just it's just like it's there and you just tapped on it because that's what it is right now we're all just mindlessly obviously doom scrolling and clicking and it's such a habit like you grab your phone constantly all day and I, again i'm I'm calling myself out on this. Um, hold on. Let me just, I was going to literally wipe my nose with my earmuffs because that was the closest thing in <laughs> my reach. We're not going to do that. We're just going to sniff it. Okay, cool. Hi, this is the ASMR congestion episode. You are tuning in to episode 360 and I'm podcasting through it. So yeah, I'm guilty of this obviously. And that's why I'm bringing this up. I'm like, look, that is my number one recommendation. Just like follow 200 people. And like, make sure that those 200 people or those accounts or whatever are like quality. Like I follow, okay, some of my favorite follows are like Hermazi. Hermazi, right? Hormazi. He's like a um, thought leader. Or no, what's he? He has like a company with his wife, Layla. Like I love his videos and they're so on point. They're so snappy, right? Like I, li- I like following a lot of those inspirational things because those guys and girls like some of them like and here's the thing no matter who you are some of them are going to rub you the wrong way irk you annoy you piss you off like that's just how it is like there are so many thought leader leadership mindset wellness people that i am just like i can't with their personality i can't with their what they're what they're saying and how they're delivering their their message and then there's some people where it's like that resonates okay david goggins hermazi um ray dalio uh what's his face tim grover Okay, Chris Voss, Andy Frisella. Actually, I haven't really been following him recently. 
I don't know what he's doing now. Like, because sometimes he bitches and complains about society and the government a little too much for me. But like, he's also responsible for a lot of my um, mental, um, like, uh, ability or like, I don't know, my uh, mindset stuff. Because I nerded out to Andy Frisella like for my early 20s for so long. And I loved his old episode or his old podcast, the MF CEO podcast. I like, that one but that's the one that really helped me in my early 20s um who else uh a little holistic psychologist you know a little um there's some like uh oh carnivore aurelius carnivore aurelius hell yeah great follow like so these are the accounts where they're informative okay they're teaching they're help they're positive so they're positive they're good for me to come across these <laughs> am I do you understand are you picking up what I'm putting down like because if you if you notice when you pull up your phone it's just like random shit so often it's like these aren't even accounts you follow sometimes and they just pop up and I don't know that's your 2024 uh tip um unfollow that's the solution because it's like you're not going to be off your phone you're not going to like so whatever you're looking at apps delete your apps random apps just clean your phone out i'm like a little ocd and a little bit like obsessive compulsive or whatever of that's the same thing about like getting my phone to like the minimal like being a minimalist about my apps being a minimalist about my social media like like i think it's so boss when you see someone follow like 35 people i'm like It could be me, but like, I, I just know too many, I couldn't unfollow. Like, yeah, I mean, I could, but, um, I'm, you know, I like to keep up with the friends and fam and seeing, I like seeing what they're up to and, but yeah, we need to know less about people. How did we get here? We need to know less about people. Um, yeah, I just, I struggle with this. Like I want to, I don't want to contribute to the bullshit of the internet. I don't want to contribute to the like mind-numbing content of the, of the internet of the influencer world like I just you know it's like my big goal for 2024 god it's like you know because here's where here's where I'm at it's like I want to help right like what's your why like I I know I I have so many I've learned so many things in my life that are that I know are helpful and that I know could be helpful and and very not to say life-changing, but pretty life-changing for a lot of people watching and listening to this. And I'd, I'd share those tips and things all the time, but my whole brand isn't that, if that makes sense. Like, what do I do here? I entertain. Okay. I get on the podcast. I sit here and I say, I'm bartending a fucking glutathione cocktail because I have the flu and I'm, you know, I'm about to wipe my nose on my earmuffs that Corey's mom got me. And like, I don't know. I'm just like all over the place. It's very like loosey goosey fun time. Right. And that's, that's a thing. Like, that's my, this is the most like raw and real version of who I am. You know, this is, you know, I could come here with a more structured, like helpful, valuable thing, but I find myself telling you about my, I'm going the opposite of, we need to know less about people. I'm telling you everything about my, it's like, then here, okay. With this in mind, let's, let's go to my second recommendation. This is part two, ruthlessly unfollow, Okay, you're not going to get off your phone, but you can at least look at less shit, less apps, less people, less random accounts you follow for no reason. It just feels good to get rid of that. You're not going to be missing out. It's like, 
because I see so many brands will like post like, oh, this new t-shirt came out. It's like, I don't need to know about like, who cares? Um, this goes for your email, you know, clean it up 2024, clean it up. And then, okay, fine. If you want to, if you're going to follow people, like if you're going to follow influencers or, or podcasts, people like myself who tell you everything about their lives all the time, just cut it to like a few, like four of them, you know, the four people you really like, you really rock with, you really like nothing they do, like irks you, pisses you off, like annoys you, like just follow the people where you're like, they turn you on. Okay. You get a little bit jazzed up when you when you watch their their content you're like oh we could be besties or whatever like or (laughs) you know like every time I watch a giggly squad um a Hannah Burner every time I watch one of her giggly squad with what's her face Paige DeSorbo I don't know if that's how you say her last name like their account makes me happy that podcast those podcast clips make me happy um there are influencers I follow this rock climber she rock climbs El Cap- Capitan and Half Dome and all these peaks or whatever in um, Yosemite and like it's like the behind the scenes of a rock climber like that's interesting to me it's fun to watch like her day to day but the basic bitch like typical influencers right now are mm, gotta make your money gotta plug your shit but like they're the ones that I'm like it's just getting so phony it's just getting so phony out there don't get me wrong. It has been right. It has been, but I feel like that style of influencer, I'm talking about your LA, your New York, your Nashville, your Miami influencers are just hot bitches going to the club. Like that's fine. Okay. Just be hot. Like literally, like you're not trying to like they're not annoying. I feel like the annoying ones are like, you need this product and this is going to change your life. And this is this company I'm working with. And it's just like so much of that. Like that's so annoying. That's so 2023 and the past, like we do not need to go into 2024, 2024 doing that. I feel like it needs to evolve. It needs to change. It needs to grow. It's gross. And it, it feels like I, the Instagram influencer, blogger, mommy blogger, whatever thing the pristine, clean, perfect, aesthetically pleasing, neutral, that kind of shit is, feels like how I remember people had fashion blogs back in the day and that was huge. I feel like that's, and that aged out. I feel like this is like the new thing that's aging out or the, I don't know how to explain it. You guys know what I'm talking about, but if you're going to follow, like I, yesterday just unfollowed one of them. Um, God rest her soul on my timeline. Like literally I was just like, um, a tragedy happened in her family and she was literally like, we're going shopping today and we're going to go wine tasting. And I'm like, you literally just lost a loved one and you're posting this. Like, it's just disgusting. I'm like, it's just, it, it, it brings out the worst in people. A lot of this influencing stuff. It really does. Um, it's like, yeah, I, I, I was like, I can't, I, I'm disgusted. And I wrote something here because if you, if you don't know, I'm recently addicted to Reddit. I'm addicted to Reddit. I'll admit it. I love, I know it's a wasteland of toxicity and commentary about people that's not very nice. And it's a wasteland of drama and poison. Okay. I know that about Reddit. I'm aware that reading what I'm reading is probably not good for my health. (laughs) Well, like it's it, but here's, here's what I wrote during Oppenheimer. 
I wrote Reddit is addicting to me or I don't know if I'm like addicted. I'm just, a f- I'm a frequent reader of it now. This is as of maybe a month or two months ago. I'm like, oh, I didn't understand Reddit. Now I do. Like I downloaded it. I was like, oh, I get why people go on Reddit and like, okay. Um, if you don't know, Reddit's an app where you can like anom- anonymously comment and create like groups around different topics or people. There's like an LA influencer snark. There's like, I'm into the snark. Okay. Here's why. This is what I wrote. It's addicting or to me or interesting to me because I said, it's so interesting to see the public regular ass public people that aren't influencers comment on influencer behavior and something about me. And you know, one of my, one of the things I've discovered through podcasting is that I'm really curious and really interested in human behavior and why people act the way they do. And I've been around a lot of people with piss poor shitty behavior in my life. And I've been, I've gone through a lot of traumatic experiences and I've literally had, I would say if a human being, well, I don't want to be like, Oh, what was me? And like, this, but the truth of the matter is I've had like 10 different traumatic, like I've had it all, like mo- most of it, um, all of the bad things in childhood and beyond. Okay. I've been through it. So I think I'm highly observant naturally. I'm a middle child. I had to learn how to, I was in survival mode a lot of my life. And I don't know, people are interesting to me. And especially people that, I don't know, that's just the end of it. People are interesting to me. Like I said, I'm a cancer. I'm a judgmental bitch for no reason. And um, yeah, I wrote that the Reddit thing, right? Back to this. I said, it's interesting to see the the public comment on influencer behavior because that's what it is. There's these quote unquote, like snork pages on people, like specific people. There's a whole Reddit about a certain person and how they conduct themselves. And I just think it's so interesting. It's a good like window into public perception of influencing and how people are so oblivious to their own bullshit and how they just need to snap out of it. And I talked about this on the last episode, but I didn't make, I wasn't um, recording on video, but I just, I feel like that's what it is. It's like people are truly fans of these influencers. They're truly like, I I think that's what it is. People want to see the best in them. They want, they're almost like, I'm, I like you, but this thing you do is so annoying or you don't see your own bullshit. And every time you post this type of thing or, you know, click this or whatever, plug this brand or whatever, the way you talk, the way you act, the way you take a picture, like the way you conduct yourself is so um, phony. And like, it's, just like annoying and like I know it's like don't change and like be yourself and blah blah blah, but like trust me okay I'm a former fake bitch I talked about this last week go listen to my last episode too I'm a former fake bitch on the internet okay and I'm on the other side now clearly (laughs) like just this is the shit I started out my podcast in 2020 and from day one my And and this is what I want to recommend to every influencer going into 2024. I approached getting on this microphone and the way I address you, my audience, as if I was sitting on the couch. I always said this too. I was like, this is like I picked up the phone and I called a friend and I was like, hey, what's up? Like, how are you doing? This is what's going on in my life. And, you know, like picking up the phone, a friend catch up or like, how would you talk to your mom on the couch 
on a Sunday afternoon, you know, or like your grandma, you're just like chilling, you're on the couch, maybe you're eating some popcorn, watching, I don't know, like selling something or whatever trash like TV show you like, and you're just talking like that's how you should address your, it shouldn't be like, hi guys, today I'm going to do my 2023 recap. Oh my God. I'm so obsessed with this new product. I just like, that is not, you cannot convince me that is real. That is so, that is a learned behavior. I've said this for years. It's my third year podcast. I've been preaching this since the fucking beginning. And it's like, I, it works. People follow it. People tune into it, but it's, uh, it's not authentic. I just don't, I think I'm burnt out of like that voice, that cadence, that, you know, and Kim K does it. It's like everyone kind of, Kylie, it's like, it's a, I don't know. It's just, there's a trend right now going on tiktok where it's like it's called like tiktok voice or influencer voice and what they've discovered is this is like a spiral about me being interested in human behavior and me commenting on like um like why reddit to me is interesting and whatever okay but they're saying the reason why people talk that way is because they're pausing to think about what to say next because they don't want to say like or um so they're thinking while they're talking and it sounds like this and so I just thought that was really interesting like why um yeah why people I always go get back to this I'm like who fucking cares like why do I care it's just because I'm like we all know the internet is fake Instagram is fake social media is fake we all know this so like let's it's like be the change you want to see in the world right winston churchill abraham lincoln who the fuck said that be the change Rumi, i think it was Rumi. was it be the change quote gandhi fuck yeah right <laughs> shout out um who knows if he said that i feel like sometimes the quotes i'm like how do they know i don't know but it's like, yeah, be the change you want to see in the world. I don't, I'm sick of fake phony influencers. Like, obviously, like, the world is. Like, we all talk about on Reddit. Like, that's why it's interesting to me. I'm like, this is the public perspective perspective on what's going on right now. And it's an interesting time because, obviously, this has never occurred in human civilization before. And so that's what it is. It's like, this is a new thing. And I want to be the antithesis of that. <laughs> I don't want to be, I'm like, fuck. I just wish people would take the mask off and just be like, I don't know. You don't have to be like crackhead energy like me. You don't have to be like, I don't know. Not everyone, that's the thing. It's like not everyone is the same. And maybe that is real, really how people talk IRL and I don't know. But if all your friends talk that way, if that's like the culture you live in, like if you're in LA and you're an influencer and you're like into Pilates and shit, it's like, you're going to talk like that. It's, it is what it is. But I've met people though, like in Southern California where I'm like, we'll never be friends. Like this will never, I, it's like, it, it's just like, uh, is it the whole like Southern, it's like pretentious. It's like people trying to sound rich. Is that a thing? Or like uh, better than you or like cooler? I don't know so dumb it's just like fucking people just need to not be maybe that maybe they would tell me you need to be more polished you need to be more 
classy and more put together and like less brash and like aggressive when you speak about other people and judgmental like you need to stop being such a judgy bitch maybe they'd say that and i get it dude i'm just drinking bone broth at the end of the year talking about whatever while i'm sick we did not get into the thing about what's it called the reflection of 2023 um yeah we need to know less about people i think that might be the title of this podcast let me get into this a little more maybe you're like because i always think of like solutions like okay this is my headache this is my annoyance what's the solution ruthlessly unfollow i know this is like everyone preaches this just clear out the fucking clutter we're over we're overstimulated okay we're so overstimulated all of us are we're like little jackrabbits with our thumb we're just like so overstimulated and bouncing around our apps all day and like what did rogan say i've been listening to more of his podcast recently because he's having like guys talk about like ai now and like um you know, like when he interviews people about like what's going on in Israel, like I, I've been listening because I I've been off of him for like a while, just maybe like once every six months I listen to an episode now, or like once every three months, not like weekly. Anyways, recently he and he says this a lot. He he talks about like how we're all biological caterpillars turning into digital butterflies or something. And how did why did I bring this up? Um it's just hard it's just like we're in such the such a like crossroads in society or in, not a crossroads in this like weird time and i've been saying this a lot on my podcast i'm like i don't really know how to put it into words like so much in my life so since 2020 obviously things have just been like different okay and it's like the things we talk about in this world now and the things we worry about and the things that are put in front of us every day like as a public as you know as a or things that are put in front of the public every day on the news and just on it's like it's confusing i think is the word it's like it doesn't make any fucking sense so i i go okay these are all my annoyances this is my confusion this is the delusional like state i'm in or this is the the world looks delusional and i'm in this state of like i can't make sense of this so it's like what's the solution and i said this last week and i keep saying i said this last that could be the title of the episode i said this last week um you got to go back to the normal shit you got to return to normalcy to like the things that are proven to work in life the and i i mean like the normal you know health relationships i'd say those two things keep your health in check am i blown out right now no we're not like health relationships love obviously service those are the things like all the other words that shit's bullshit it doesn't matter it's all excess it's all clutter like i know this ai waves come in i know there's a chat gbt and all this like new stuff and it's like it's like the reality is we're not going to be able to keep up with it at the pace it's going. And so if you can just stay in your lane, as my mom always says, stay in your lane, focus on the day ahead, focus on, okay, got to get your health right. 
how are your relationships make sure you're cultivating healthy positive relationships make make sure you're contacting your family and keeping in touch with your friends and like prioritizing that because it's easy to get lost in social media and think like oh i have friends and da, da, da. But it's like no you don't like you're not act- actively a lot of people and i'm gonna raise my hand because this is so me i don't actively or struggle to actively like like i'm bad at like reaching out and like making sure we're hanging out and doing things like that's an area of of opportunity for 2024 it's like you know it's an area i need to work so like yeah this is so cliche i'm like am i just telling you (laughs) what you already know but focus on the simple things that are proven to work and that are the most fulfilling aspects of life all the other stuff is just nonsense i don't understand this is what i don't understand my curl's falling out a little bit okay it's cool like i was god i'm like about to delete tiktok i'm like i hate saying i was on tiktok notice how like everyone references something they saw on social media i was on instagram i saw this video i was on tiktok and i saw this video but i was thinking about it and i'm like how else like in the past what would we say oh i was watching the news or i was watching this interview on oprah with so-and-so like that's what they would reference where now you see a thing on tiktok so it's like the same thing i don't think it's like whatever but i'm scrolling and every now and then they show you like a live video and what's with these like movie or not movie video game character people that are just like doing these motions and they're like saying these things in a in a loop and they're like these are people making money from just being a a human movie or video game character and people follow and watch that for like hours like i don't know is that like a live stream like you want to see someone repeat the same words over and over i don't know if you've seen this it is so dystopian i don't know if the word's dystopian what's the definition of dystopian because everyone likes to say it including myself dystopian definition relating or denoting an image jesus relating to or denoting an imagined state of society where there is great suffering or injustice a person who foresees or imagines a state of society where there is a great suffering or injustice yeah in simple terms an imaginary place where people are unhappy and usually afraid because they are not treated fairly i don't know if that makes sense for this video game character chick but like like what are we doing like all this stuff is so random and so like mind-numbing and so like if you know you just got to be careful i think that's that's where i'm getting like okay this was not really about 2023 i didn't really um Maybe I'll sum it up as sum it up to this. Like simplify, reduce what you look at and follow. It's fucking hard. We're so addicted to our phones. Like we're so addicted. Like that just made me like uncomfortable to think about like, oh, because I'm like staring at this book and like I've been reading more and I'm like, it feels great to read. It feels so good to read. I'm like. I look forward to reading. It's like, duh, like, but you really have to get, dude, go follow like Jocko or whatever, Goggins. Like we got to get disciplined in 2024, disciplined in 2024. Okay. Influencers with their consumption habits and like 
they're irresponsibly like (sighs) shoving products in front of our faces all day and and just uh, they're on they're they're on unconscious unconscious i can never say that word they're not yeah it's it's so bad like people need to like wake up and get disciplined wake the fuck up and get disciplined okay i i'll be honest let me get like raw right now okay Whew. not that i haven't been this entire episode but like let's get serious This year was my drinking year, okay? <laughs> now, I drinking and, and processed food and just eating like kind of an asshole, okay? I have been, and I was always, so what's weird is like, uh, this, is, this is why I'm going into like 2024 with like, okay, I've been, I feel like I always need something, right? Like I've been, um, I always had like the control thing with the food because I had eating disorders and then that was my thing. And then I got addicted to vaping and then I was like addicted to nicotine for like three years. And then I met Corey and I quit that. Thank God. Shout out to Corey for, you know, getting me off my fucking vape. And it's like I quit the vape and then I had a phase with weed. I go go through phases of weed. And then recently in this last year, I've been just like celebrating more or like partying more and drinking more. And like, you know, whenever I go out to eat now, I'm like, sometimes we get a we, not sometimes a lot of times I'll order a drink like Corey won't because he doesn't really drink or care and I'm like what am I doing like I don't and then I wake up and I'm like I honestly don't get that hungover which is crazy I'm like maybe I've built this tolerance up and like or maybe I'm just like used to feeling kind of shitty I don't know so what what I'm saying is like discipline right like I've been letting things slide and former me was so hardcore and disciplined about my health and wellness and like what I was consuming and it was skewed way too far in the wrong direction obviously with the disordered stuff but now i'm like yeah now i'm like i'm i'm just like being kind of uh, i kind of miss the days where i'd like wake up and make a spirulina smoothie you know like i don't do that kind of stuff anymore i don't really it's not that i don't care about being super healthy i just I, th- I know this is what it is. I know I could feel so much better and have so much more natural energy and vi- vitality and like I'll sleep better. All those things. Like I, I think I've just been a little bit like I honestly really normal. I feel like normal people like I've been eating like a normal person and drinking like a norm like normal regular ass people. I don't con- I don't identify as a normal. No, I'm like I'm not a normie. No, I just know that like I could clean it up. And I know we're going to the new year and I know this is so cliche and like everyone talks about that. Oh, we're doing dry January and we're not eating sugar and we're going to lose 10 pounds. We're going to do it. But it's like when I look back at 2023, I'm like, I had a lot of fun with the the fun food and drinks, but I don't want to, I want to see how good I can feel. I think is the, the whole why behind it. Like when I used to be vegan, for example, I went raw vegan for six months. I was bouncing off the walls with energy i jumped out of bed i didn't set an alarm i naturally wake up i felt so great i i want to you know what what it is it's like i'm in this place of like look you had your fun you indulged okay you got engaged this year you are in love and you're traveling you're partying you're having a good time you're you know and these are things that should be done in life like i don't i'm i'm balanced like i don't think it's 
you need to always keep it tight and be extreme and like always be like on your perfect health game. Like it, yes and no. Like I, I never hit, I miss a workout. You know, I'm, I'm very healthy majority of the time. Okay. Let's don't get me wrong. Like look at me. Okay. Fuck. These shoulders are not coming in how I want them to. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, I used to do these challenges and these things or these diets. And I know it was like, an, it was bad at the time, but because it wasn't, I wasn't mentally, it was always to like get as skinny as possible and like lose weight. Da, da, da. But like now I'm like, wait, I just want to see how good I can feel. If that makes sense. Jake Paul kind of fired me up. Honestly, going to be honest. I don't know what interview it was. Maybe it was um, impulsive or something, but that man keeps it tight. He's disciplined as fuck. He's like, 2024, reduce your screen time, start reading books. If you haven't made it yet and you're 23 and you're, what did he say? And you're like on social media all day, like delete it, like, you know, put your head down and like, like those kind of things resonate with me. Fire me up. I'm like, yeah, you know, they're, I'm at a place where I could like, you know, tighten it up, reel it in, get a little more disciplined or a lot more. Um, I just have, I feel like, I don't know if this is relatable, but I just feel like some of my habits are like really bad and it, and it sucks to think about how much I'm not in the present moment, how much I'm mindlessly looking at my phone doing God knows what. Sure. Like rewatching my own story. Like what the fuck is that? Like everyone, it's so weird how like we like, not, not that I'm obsessed with myself but like we literally like watch our own stories we like look at our profile five times a day we're like looking for pictures to post of ourselves we're like it's just weird and i talked about this last week again title of the episode like i said next year discipline cut the cut the clutter okay but like service right like get out of self stop being a selfish see you next tuesday like we're so self-obsessed in this society overconsumption self-obsessed like i don't want to be these things that i they say about our generation our society like it just and it doesn't feel good you know what i'm saying this because it's like look at the end of the day why am i saying this what's the point it doesn't feel good what did i just say about like wanting to clean up my diet and you know drinking and whatever for next year it's like i don't i want to feel better the whole thing is like there's a way out of like there's a there's a way to like level up and to improve and to grow and to evolve. And for me, like so many things in my life are dialed in are so great, but it's like, I want to, how can I get even better? You know? So present moment, man. I, I, um, it's just insane. Like I do a lot of housewife shit. Okay. I'm a housewife. Um, you know, I'm cleaning, I'm doing errands and, you know, I take care of this place. Right. But it's like, I can't do it without a podcast in my ear. I constantly need to be entertained. I constantly need to hear something. I, it's like weird. Like before this podcast, I always do quiet time before my podcast. That's one of my rituals. Like I, I love it. I, I like all the thoughts start surfacing and the things I want to talk about like start surfacing and I get in this like mode right but and that's like the one time a week where I'm like truly with myself silent 
I know people recommend meditation. I don't know. I I, I was going to say like, I just can't sit with my myself and, and be quiet like while I'm doing the dishes. And it's like, you know what? I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> now we're telling ourselves what we want to hear. And this is so classic. Like what do people on the internet do? And how do they build communities? They tell themselves what they want to hear. They justify. They literally tell themselves what they want to hear and say why it's okay. And then a hundred thousand other people say, yeah, you're doing great, sweetie. Like, yeah, you're not alone. Like me too. And then it justifies and reinforces bad behavior and bad habits and bad everything. And that's how we've ended up. That's why we are where we're at. People don't hold each other accountable and don't say like the hard truths to each other. Okay. Now I think Gandhi, if he was listening, (laughs) um, I think people would recommend like, hey, quiet the mind, Jacqueline. Obviously, you're very, you have a hyperactive mind. Like you're very, um, you know, you're fat, you fast twitch in the mind. Maybe doing the dishes in silence every other day would be good for you or whatever. Like, you know, they would probably recommend like, hey, that, that'd be good for you. Like, and I, and I know that, right? But then I go, I feel like I'm doing okay. Like I, I really do. Other than like the, the, the food thing and like trying to like clean it up there I'm like that's an area of improvement it's like I, I don't know I, I I get like do what works for you right that's my motto I'm like just do what works for you um yeah I, I don't know what the fuck this is <laughs> this is glutathione getting to me um dystopian i googled dystopian cool so this is a one take episode how insane is that it's actually not insane because i'm a one take johnny as my mom would say my mom used to be a news broadcaster or whatever uh an anchor on the news and that's what they'd always say our producers would always call her a one take johnny because she'd literally do the entire thing in just one take the first time and done um, I don't know if that's common, but I just think that's a cool fact about my mom. So, um, yeah, discipline. Oh, present moment. So I was listening to the Rogan episode about, he interviewed the guys from the social dilemma, the one guy that invented, invented the doom scroll. I don't know their names, but it was like a recent episode and I should find my notebook. Cause I, I watched the social dilemma a couple of years ago when it came out and I thought about it because again solutions like we're, we have all these like issues with society and the way things are going in the future and blah 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 and they're basically saying how or there's this quote about how like what's going on right now is as if um 24th century technology came back to 21st century the 21st century and we're not like ready for it like it's too far ahead for us to like even be able to like react appropriately to it or like understand it and that's basically how this ai thing's feeling right but um anyway solutions and 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 because like what's the overall overarching tone right now in the world it's like everyone it's just it's like what are you exposed to and it's like okay for me for me it's like i'm exposed to a lot of people being pissed off on the world around them and like they want to see a change right and um it piques my curiosity and I'm interested in it. And so therefore I follow it and I read about it and I listen to podcasts about it. And it's people that truly care and they want to make the world a better place. Right. And I'm pro that I'm into that. It's like, yes. Okay. Those are the people I like following. 
So, you know, they're talking about how you have to change uh, the incentives if you want to change the outcome or something along those lines, like the incentives behind creating all these AI technologies and all these artificial intelligent, you know, companies, whatever. Um, you have to change the incentives. And I was just thinking about it. I'm like, look, we're so, we're too far. This is not rea realistic. I can't think that way. Like if, if I really want to see a change, like I can't think that way. But like when I watch a social dilemma, let's keep that in mind what I just said. But I was like, what's the antithesis? Is that the right word? Oh God, I'm always Googling vocab words. Um, I never missed a spelling word on any spelling test, by the way. Fun fact. Okay, a person or a thing that is the direct opposite of someone or something else. Exactly what I thought. So I'm like, what's the antithesis of social media addiction, of every person ever being stuck and glued to their phone everywhere you go now? What's the opposite of that, right? And when I was watching The Social Dilemma, I had this thought. I'm like, the present moment, like getting people out of their screen and into the real world. Okay. Now this feels too far gone now for that to be reality. But I was like, I wrote down in my notebook, I said, like, this is like a pipe dream. This is something that is kind of like corny maybe and like dumb. But like I said, the company that gets people back to the present moment wins. I think that's what I wrote. If a company, like an Instagram type company, like a, not Instagram themselves, but like a different new company or like if there needs to be an incentive, a big enough incentive and a big enough, it needs to be addictive to get back to reality. Isn't this dumb? Like why, are, why, this is why I'm like so confused by the, these times in this where I'm like, I can't, I can't even be believe I'm uttering these words, but I'm like instagram tiktok facebook whatever all these apps are so addictive to the point and, and staring at our screens and it's so addictive to the point where it's like it's like more interesting than the real world most of the time or a lot of the time or i don't know it's not really comparable they're two different things um but if a company can make the present moment and this sounds dumb like literally as addictive and that's just, but that's why I'm saying this sounds so dumb. It's because it's like, that's how life, that's, that's life. Like you're alive, you're in your vessel, you're in your room. I'm in, I'm in here podcasting. I'm looking out at trees in the sky and my dogs and I'm in the moment, you know, I am here. I'm present. I'm, this is biological. This is the physical world. Right. And then there's the digital world. Okay. This should just be like, it's I, I the pendulum always swings back to the middle right and I, I don't know if you've noticed this but recently i've been like so like the words i'm using i'm like grossed out disgusted by like influencers and the internet and overconsumption. consumption da, da, da. i think and this is this is just how i work and this is kind of why i mentioned like the drinking and the, the ex, extra eating and all the shit i've been doing this year i have to get to a point a point of disgust before i actually make a change and that's a part of my personality that i'm not proud of but like sometimes i have to get to like I'm maxed out and I'm completely like over it and done for me to like 
take action and yeah um i think that's an addict a person like an addict trait or like someone with addiction problems or whatever like you're extreme that way um you have to get to the rock bottom before you improve i'm so i actually time out time out okay i can proudly say that like rock bottom let's just pretend okay or like go back to what i said about like oh i drink way more this year than i ever have in my life rock bottom would mean like oh you fully become an alcoholic you're on the verge of going to rehab and then you make the change like i'm not even there yet. i'm just noticing a pattern and i'm like i don't want to continue this i'm going to reel it back do you see what i'm saying that's healthy and that's an area i've improved in okay i don't let things get too far gone and like i don't because i don't want that for myself and i and i notice the patterns and i see where i'm falling short and whatever and then i call myself out on it um 100 of per personal accountability is a major ethic here on the podcast um yeah like present moment like i feel like we all need to get to the point where we're just we're re like we're we don't we get repulsed by grabbing our phone we get repulsed by watching a tiktok video we're repulsed by tuning into the jacqueline Monroe show because you're like oh here she fucking goes again she's gonna say the same shit sh same shit she said last week and she's been saying for the last three years why do i keep listening to it i've already heard this before <laughs> like literally like because i always bring up the gary v, v gary v quote you can't fight reality you can't fight it this is reality i think you can improve it i think you can work with it in a healthier way meaning okay phone's not going anywhere tiktok's not it's not going anywhere tiktok might be going somewhere but you can like re you can approach it differently and in a healthier way and i think that's what we all need to do in 2024 i'm projecting i have a problem i'm assuming you have a problem <laughs> we're all addicted to our phones um yeah i, I should find that notebook and, and go through it about the social social dilemma it's just wild it's just a, it's a Like, again, I, I'm like, I can't believe I'm saying these words and saying like, oh, a company needs to, uh, to save the world, to save all of us millennial, Gen Z, even the, the boomers are fucking addicted to their Facebook and shit. Like the fact I'm saying like the, the solution seems to be like, oh, okay, we need to get off this, go back to our flip phones and fucking be in the present moment. And if a company can like incentivize us all to do that, or if that could be like culturally cool and like the way it's almost like there's going to be the hippie the next hippie wave or whatever is going to be like people that are super anti-social media super anti-phone i know this exists in pockets of society in the world like i literally live in the first world and everyone i know has an iphone and da, da, da. But like i understand like this isn't this isn't the entire world okay i understand that but do we just like I'm not and it's hard because I'm a podcast host and I'm a content creator and I live on the internet it's like that's where my literal business my thing exists it's like the thought of like oh I'm gonna go on a break and like go off my phone and like that makes me anxious as fuck so you can do little things reapproach it cut back reduce your following size follow people that don't annoy you 
you just have to be it's awareness right i think a lot of people are oblivious they're just like mindlessly just and if you're in a relationship i i know i'm not alone in this because like and then this isn't an issue i will be honest like this isn't um it's gonna seem like it is because i if i even say it it's like must be an issue it's like i'll see Corey. And I do it too. Like, we'll just be in bed, scrolling TikToks right before sleep. It's like, what? Like, it just... Huh? Like... I think the the solution, if you're in a relationship, be a fucking asshole. If someone has their phone, start yelling at them. If they're, like, in bed watching TikToks, like, get aggressive. Be like, no, we're not doing this right now, <laughs> honey. Put it away. We're putting it away. And like, I know some people like charge their phone in the kitchen or like they put it in a box or whatever, like in the drawer. I don't really know. But um, this isn't every night, obviously, but we read. We're big readers, which is nice. That's one of my favorite things is like laying next to Corey in the bed with a book. It's like, ooh, this is so mature and like so sophisticated. And I don't know if this is like maturity or yeah, I said this last week. <laughs> think I'm growing up and I'm realizing what's important and this podcast is like a it's always like a there's always a commentary on social media and it always gets to this point and uh I didn't reflect on 2023 let me just like finish maybe with a it's like here are 10 questions to help you reflect on the year what is something you did this year that you think you'll remember for the rest of your life get engaged so yeah that was like obviously the highlight I love thinking about that day at Catalina overlooking the water Corey gets down on one knee and there it is I mean holy shit I love thinking about that moment um what is something you accomplished this year that you're proud of wow I feel really on the spot right now um, what is something I accomplished this year that I'm proud of? Okay. As hard as it was, this might not sound big to you or like a big deal, but I called it quits with the, I know I'm doing video right now, but like, I, I was like, I got a take more I got to take this off my plate and not give up give up because I'm not giving up I'm just what I'm saying is like I had a moment this fall where I'm like I'm dying trying to get these clips out for TikTok and shit like I was like I'm trying to keep up the content creators and I'm like this is the industry standard and you have to do the clips and the promo and blah blah, blah. and I'm like I was killing myself because I'm a one show pony here or one person pony show or whatever and that might sound like oh well that's gonna you know most people it's like grind get it done like it's like I'm proud of myself that I recognized that it was not healthy and it was too much and I was and I switched up my plan and I kept it moving because that's smart like if you are doing something it's not working and it's killing you and you're stressed out and it's always a thing like every weekend it's like are you gonna edit today are you gonna are we gonna go golfing like what's the plan like what day are we gonna do and it's like you it, it was always a thing and I I'm fi I finally like said no we're not doing this and I I just feel so like relieved 
of all that stress. So I learned like taking more off my plate doesn't mean I'm doing less in life and I'm not accomplishing my goals and I'm not, it's not like removing things holds or, um, removing things actually sometimes can propel you forward if that makes sense or like help you yeah um what was the most challenging part of this year for you i've had a couple challenges i'd say like oh the wedding planning has been a doozy i think we're finally at a like a week i think we've finally like solidify the plan for real for real because like every two weeks we're like well, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and we're not gonna do this and we're not gonna do that and da, da. Um, that's been a challenge and I didn't expect that or like I didn't know until I got engaged that like I wasn't gonna be like miss like I love wedding planning and I love planning and I can't wait to plan my wedding and I'm like a wedding girl and I uh, the only thing I really care about is the dress <laughs> honestly um that was a challenge obviously the editing and the podcast and going through that was a challenge and um what's something that was hard for you at the start of the year but is easy now oh like back workouts or like upper body workouts I started doing a little more of those this year that's so dumb it's like I could do a, a different one um Yeah, like pull-ups. I feel like I'm better at pull-ups now. I can't do one. Or I probably could if I try. I haven't. Uh, I'm like sketch, I'm like sketched out by like, I don't know. I don't want to really like rip a tit. So if I. <laughs> um, but I'm like stronger in my upper body. Cool. Um, what six adjectives best describe 2023? Fun that's an adjective fun fulfilling spontaneous creative relaxing and um expanding that's the, the word relaxing. Like I tell Corey this all the time. I'm like being around you feels like I'm sitting in a recliner, like a massaging recliner, like with the heat in the back. And like, I'm sitting in a recliner just with my feet up chilling. Like, fuck. Yeah. That is how it should be. I don't believe in butterflies. I don't butterflies. Not that I don't get them with Corey. It's just different. Like it's not anxiety. I used to get so nervous every time I was in full blown long-term relationships. And every time the guy came over, I would get like anxiety. Like, what is that? Like, oh, if I saw them coming up to my house and be like, like anxious or I'd have to like get myself all like perfect and pristine and like not, I mean, I, I keep it together for Corey, but it's like, I don't feel like, I just feel like so at home. And I guess that's like what it should be obviously, but um, yeah, I just feel so relaxed. I feel so at peace and just so loved and cherished. And like, um, I think he really appreciates my mindset and really, and that's like, he really, 
yeah that's one thing I, we talked about this in the car on, on the way to the gym this morning i was like i remember a time when we first started dating where he always took a moment and paused like i would say something or we'd, we, we'd be having like a deep talk or conversation or whatever just like be in the car driving and i'd say something and he would like he'd be in shock he'd be like are excuse me like i can't believe i'm hearing these words come out of your mouth and you know because we talked a lot about like relationships and life stuff and our future plans and and just like he took a moment and he'd always like point to the sky and he'd be like thank you god because he was just like so appreciative of of i guess it's like oh i was a breath of fresh air my mindset the way i think the way i approach life like it wasn't something he was used to and and he we're very similar in that way we just we're very solid in on our like we just get it we get how to not be in your own way how to live a kick-ass great life how to be a good person how to like manifest what you want how to you know work hard play all these things like we're just very aligned on and it's such a you know not to be like this but I just really, and I always think that Kevin Hart interview on Rogan, like he talked about how life's a game, right? Every, every year you like go to the next level or you like level up. It's like, no, it's so true. Like it's common sense to me. Like so many things to me are common sense. And like, as far as how I live my life and what I do and how I think and how I react to things, I'm like, that's just common sense because I avoid drama, I avoid problems, I avoid toxic relationships, I avoid negativity in my life. Like I only, I, I literally, because of the way I react and because of my perspective and because of my core um, drive to have a good life and to, and to be, not to say like, oh, I'm happy, but like to really, you know, to really want that I, the outcomes of my life are all very positive and, and great and i'm like it's just it's literally that easy it's because I, I i don't know maybe it's because i'm a fucking nerd and i nerded out to all the the mindset shit and early 20s and i would walk around listening to podcasts and i don't know like you just have to be aware of it. You have to, you can't, it's like you are in the driver's seat and I've heard this my whole life. Like you're responsible for your life. Your actions will lead to outcomes, positive or negative based on your actions. It's like, okay, make the better choice. Don't make the worst choice. Make the better choice. Okay. Learn from your past. Don't do the, repeat the same mistakes. That's just, again, common sense. And I don't know. I like, Cor again, Corey and I are very aligned in that way. I just, yeah, it's easy not to struggle. You can have nothing and be happy. Happiness is literally free. And literally, like I have been in in moments in my 20s where I'm like alone. I think that's what I learned. Like I was, I learned, I actually learned how to be happy with not a lot and just being by myself. Because I would live, I lived in my little studio apartment by the beach. Okay. Privilege. I was working two jobs. Okay. I was like trying to make my dreams happen in California and I was happy I would like walk to the beach I would 
I was just by myself. I was like kind of, I'd go to like TJ Maxx and like buy candles for my place and like make great smoothies and go work out. And like, I don't know. I was just like very, I didn't have a lot, but I was happy and things were, things were good. If that makes sense. Okay. I went through waves obviously, but um, I just remember times where it's not like I had it all. And my life was like picture perfect. And like, you know, I didn't have the big fucking ring on my finger and an amazing man and dogs and like a great life like I do now because it is. And I was still very, yeah, like happy-go-lucky. And um, I think that's what I learned. I'm like, I don't need a lot to have it to be up and to live a happy life. And um, yeah, cool. Um don't really know how to end the episode. Um, if I could travel back to the beginning of the year, what advice would I give myself? Maybe like mix in a green juice here and there. I don't know, like eat more greens. I feel like I don't eat like as many greens. as That's so dumb. Um... probably to plan better. I think I could, I could definitely improve on my planning skills. Uh, that's, or, cause I think about my podcast and when I mentioned about the, like kind of clearing that part off my plate and like the whole like editing thing. And I'm like, maybe if I just plan better, you know, I actually, I probably would work. I'm just not focused. I think I have, that's my, my issue is I don't have when the, when it's time to go, I'm focused, but all the post-production shit, it's like, that's, what's hard is like, I just want to get on the microphone and do my thing. That's it. All the other post-production stuff. Like I don't, it was like pulling teeth to do that. It wasn't as it's, some of it was enjoyable, but it was hard for me to focus and to get into it. And that's why the Paul brothers are successful. And Logan Paul always says the reason why they were successful YouTubers is because he loved editing videos and he loved making videos. And that's why he not only liked to entertain, but he was like, I love editing. And okay, cool. I don't. Okay. It's kind of hard because I'm like, I, yeah, cool. I don't know. This is like trailing off. All right. I think that's it. I just wanted to check in, say, hey, say happy new year. drink bone broth flat my gums um yeah what did I recommend to sum this episode up what did I recommend ruthlessly unfollow people mute people just clear out your apps clear out your phone clean it up you're still gonna be addicted to your phone I don't I'm not saying like I'm we're still gonna look at our phones all day like let's be more conscious conscious of what we're looking at okay number one number two discipline okay really dial it in the discipline like around your bad habits don't be you don't have to be like cold turkey and too extreme about it but like there's little habits that are making your life you know what it is a lot of us just like have these habits and we're like we kind of like justify them like, well, it's not that bad or like, eh. it's like, no, it's over time. It's like a slow drip and it's like killing you. So like 
be disciplined around your bad habits um, and with your time and with your focus, like discipline with your focus. I think that's what it is. It's like we have limited focus during the day before we like no one can work obviously all day long. But like for me, being more disciplined in the times I'm supposed to be focused and less distracted is, you know, my goal. I'm saying all these things. It's like, okay, we'll actually do it, right? Um, discipline, be of service, get outside of your self, selfish, social media, uh, addicted, um, self or whatever. And always being about yourself. <laughs> like, it's so hard. I'm like, that's what I do. Hi, I'm a podcast host. I love posting on Instagram and love creating content for the public and telling everyone everything about me. Cause like, is this for valid? Like, what is this even for? It's just, it feels for me. It's like, it's a good hang. It's a good hang for you. It's a good release for me. I feel like I can, I'm a storyteller. I'm an inter entertainer. It's like, it takes all, all kinds in this world. This world needs entertainers. This world needs podcast hosts. Um, but be picky and choosy about who you're watching and following. That's my whole point. Like, come on. Um, yeah. God, the internet just feels so bubblegummy and so like dumb right now. Like I just can't, I can't really put my finger on it, especially the, the influencer world. I think it's actually gonna, something's gonna change next year. Like, so it doesn't feel, I don't know. It's just different. <laughs> it's just different. Cool. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out, for tuning in today. Thanks for supporting me this whole year. Um, supporting the show this whole year and, you know, hanging out with me um, means a lot. I really appreciate your ear messages all the things um cheers to 2024 <laughs> i'll be back <laughs> i'll be back uh please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already i'm on apple spotify google podcast stitcher breaker overcast wherever you listen to podcasts please hit that subscribe button and review the show please hit that five star review button on apple or spotify it helps me out and it helps people find out about the show Finally, follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Monroe if you want. Um, or unfollow me if you decided, like, I'm going to be on your ruthlessly or on your <laughs> cutthroat unfollow list. Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram at Jacqueline Monroe. I don't give a fuck about TikTok right now, so I don't care. Um, if you follow me there, I'm private. I will not accept your follow request. And that's it. Thanks for, oh, and finally, if you want to support the show and give me a little tip in a tip jar, patreon.com slash TJMS, patreon.com slash TJMS. It's $5 a month. It's a way to support the show and my podcasting career, my podcasting lifestyle, my podcasting passion, my podcasting love, my podcasting, like name another podcast host that loves podcasting more than me. This is a podcast about me talking about podcasting and all the strategies and love and all the things <laughs> what do I even do? Like, there's always a point where I'm talking about the podcast and why I like it and what 
stressing me out about it and what I'm changing and what I'm going to do in the future and all the plans. And it's like, keep it to yourself. Go talk to your podcast manager. Cool. All right. Love you. Thanks for being here. And I'll talk to you next week. Actually, Corey's calling right now. Let's get him on the phone. Hi, dear. You're on the podcast. Here. I hear your blinker. Hold on a sec. Do you read me? I read you. I literally was about to say bye and then you called. But I figured I could get oh. you on the horn to say your famous last words before I end it. Are you on the cast? I'm on the cast. You're on the cast. You're at the very end of the cast. Sometimes I get so mad. Just know that 2023 was memorable. But 2024, you can make your own future. <laughs> okay. Sure. End on that. Do you think... So next year is going to be the best year of our lives? One can only hope. It's going to be crazy. Absolutely. It's going to be crazy. What are you doing? Uh, I'm uh, going to the doctors to get the test. Good. Time for the test. Time for the test. All right, well. All right, I'll see you in a bit. Bye, everyone. Hope you have a good 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right, love you, honey. Love you, too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.